Hey friends, welcome to episode 140 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Doris Swift. Thank you so much for stopping by. I am so thankful that you are here and I hope that this episode blesses you. And friends, I want to first, before we get into the show, share exciting news about Surrender the Joy Stealers, Rediscover the Jesus Joy in You. It is a six-week Bible study coming out soon. It will launch this spring. Should be coming out in June. I don't have a definite date yet. And if you are not on my email list, please join it. I would love to have you. So you can join that by going to doriswift.com and grabbing one of my free resources. So today we are talking about how to walk in our calling when our hearts are still mending. Sometimes it's really hard to feel like we could even be serving other people or used by God when our hearts are hurting from something. So we're going to talk about that today. So stay tuned and subscribe to Fierce Calling so you won't miss an episode. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. So have you ever felt it, that urge to plunge headfirst into something bigger than yourself, to be used by God as a beacon of hope in the lives of others? I know I have felt this before on my heart too, and Oftentimes we can walk in our calling and it will be a natural thing. And sometimes it's just such an urgency. But then there could be times when there's that one thing, that hurt, pain, betrayal, loss, whatever it is, that binds us up and holds us back. Your heart and my heart needs the healer to mend shattered shards that only he can. And even though you know that he can, you wait because surely a broken heart cannot be of service to anyone, right? Well, the truth is God's call on our life happens in all seasons. Joseph understood this broken thing all too well. He was the most loved favorite son and his brothers knew it. A surefire recipe for a family feud. Amen. The brothers were further irked by Joseph's crazy dreams of their sheaves of grain bowing to his and his being center stage in a celestial worship service of sorts. Actually, irked isn't the biblical word. Hate is. And as we know, those dreams weren't crazy at all. They were prophetic. But sometimes our journey takes unpleasant turns. Joseph's dad sent him on a mission to check on his brothers and the flocks they were tending. But what happens next is often glossed over in light of the big picture outcome and a colorful coat. You may have first heard the story as a child in Sunday school. And as a Sunday school teacher, 
I've stood in front of countless adorable wiggling bodies and wandering eyeballs, trying to cram the story in between the I miss my mom crocodile tears and when is it snack time, Miss Doris? You may have taught this lesson to wiggly littles too. And did you do the Roadrunner version? Did it sound like mine? Then Joseph's dad told him to look for his brothers in the flocks to see if they were all okay. And Joseph went, and when he was wandering the fields looking for them, a man asked him what he was looking for. And Joseph said, can you tell me where they are? And the man told him where the brothers went. So Joseph continued looking for his brothers, and the brothers saw him coming and plotted to kill him. And then Reuben said, let's not kill him, but just throw him into the cistern. And when Joseph reached them, they stripped him of his coat of many colors, Another reminder to them that their dad loved him best, which will be our art project after this story. And they were so jealous and they threw him into the cistern and then they sat down to eat and then they saw these Ishmaelites. So they, they sold Joseph into slavery and then, and then, and then it just kind of went on and on and on. I probably had to explain what a cistern was. But maybe it wasn't quite that rambly, and I probably took a breath somewhere in there. But we tell Bible stories so matter-of-factly and in a rush sometimes, don't we? Especially if we're teaching Sunday school and we have an allotted amount of time to get everything in. And I can't blame the wiggly little people for my rush to the end. I think we all want to jump right to the good parts. The part where Joseph's brothers show up and find out Joseph's calling by God is the reason they aren't going to starve to death. The part when we see the goodness of God, the goodness of the Lord, and how Joseph fulfilled his calling while his heart was still broken. The part when they finally get those crazy dreams. They finally get it. But today, that glossed over part of the story made me cry. When Joseph didn't find his brothers in the flocks where they were supposed to be, he still kept looking for them. And isn't that so like our Jesus? Even when we aren't where we're supposed to be, and even when we probably don't deserve to be found, he pursues us anyway. Even though some may reject him, he still loves unconditionally. And we can't point fingers and say we would never do that, because the truth is we have. We have chosen other things over our first love, Jesus. Probably not intentionally, But we most definitely have. But the Lord is gracious and patient, isn't he? Slow to anger and quick to love. Yeah, he is. And even when we break his heart, he he is. And God redeems unpleasant journeys for our good and his glory. When Joseph's brothers stripped him of his beloved coat of many colors, their envious fingerprints all over it, did it break Joseph's heart? I'm sure it must have. And when we heard that his brothers were selling him off like used furniture, did it break Joseph's heart? I'm sure it must have. What wondrous things God does through those who are willing. And he even uses those who hurt us in ways we cannot understand. Like this scripture verse in Genesis 39, 2 through 4. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household, and he entrusted 
to his care everything he owned. Even after being accused by Potiphar's wife of things that he did not do, and even after an innocent Joseph was thrown into prison, the Lord was still with him as he walked Joseph through his calling. As we see in Genesis 39, 20-23, Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in the prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison. And he was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. That is some powerful stuff. And God does that for us too. And that's what unconditional love looks like. Genesis 50, 20 through 21 says, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. God gave Joseph power and favor after a rough road of betrayal and false accusations. Even while Joseph was serving in high places, I imagine his heart still hurt from betrayal and the loss of his own family. Even when Joseph was walking around with a broken heart, he was walking with God in his calling. God was raising this man Joseph up and he was mending Joseph's heart. And God restores Joseph's family. He gets them back. But not everybody's story ends this way. At least not their earthly stories. Though not every earthly story ends as we would choose, it really isn't the end, is it? What we may see as an ending is really a new beginning. We can be used by God even when we walk through loss, pain, illness, a broken heart. God is mending us as we walk in faith and seek his face. God is binding our wounds with heavenly threads of hope, grace, peace, and mercy, and heavenly places are not affected by earthly destruction. A blessed assurance that our real home is safe and sound and untouched by human pain. Hardships, well, it doesn't need to hinder relationships, discipleship, or stewardship. Our spiritual gifts and God-given talents are never devalued by life's circumstances or any less effective when a broken heart is mending. So how do we walk in our calling while our hearts are still mending? We guard our relationship with Jesus. We surround ourselves with godly friends. We live a life of integrity, even if it means taking a harder road. We trust God with our whole heart, even when it's broken. We walk by faith and not by sight. We wait patiently for God's instruction with every step we take. Our Lord, who intricately embroidered our very being, can delicately restore that which is broken. He is the God of restoration and nothing is too hard for him. And we can give ourselves some grace while we are going through a mending of the heart. As we walk in the Spirit, we can be Spirit-led in what we share, in what we do, and where we go. Oftentimes, it might be too soon to share a story if our heart is still mending, 
that still doesn't mean that we can't serve. And God will lead us to the right time and place and for the right people to hear what he tells us to share regarding our story so that others can find hope in that as well. And we can show unconditional love to others because he first loved us. So here's a call to action. Memorize this verse and share it with someone this week. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalm 147.3 May your light shine brightly as you share the love of Christ with those he places on your path this week. When our paths intersect, healing begins. Love and peace to you, friend. In Jesus' name, amen.